1858, two candidates squared off in a series of seven debates during the campaign for one of Illinois' seats in the United States Senate. The incumbent was a Democrat named Stephen Douglas, and the Republican candidate was a man named Abraham Lincoln. Now, these debates were wildly popular. Each averaged slightly more than 10,000 people in attendance. And if that figure doesn't sound impressive, then consider the format of the debate. Unlike our televised political debates, which consists of two candidates or more uh, slinging sound bites at each other, you know, our, our debates, candidates are given like 30 seconds or 60 seconds or a minute and a half to make a point. No, the Lincoln-Douglas debates, uh, they consisted of three basic parts. One candidate would speak first, and he was given 60 minutes. The second part, the other candidate, whoever didn't speak first, was given 90 minutes. And then finally, the candidate who spoke first was given the last 30 minutes uh, to have the last word. Just let that sink in, though. Two men spoke for three hours straight, virtually uninterrupted, without any images or visual aids, and people listened with rapt attention. I mean, I mean, it simply boggles the mind. I know I'm not alone in saying I can hardly pay attention to a one-hour Zoom conference. So what is the difference between the people of 1858 and us? You know, the late American author and philosopher Neil Postman would point the finger at technology. Technology, he argued, has changed the way we communicate, as well as making it harder to pay attention. Now, I won't dispute that technology has brought us many good things. Uh, it's been a godsend for churches during this pandemic because we've been able to live stream masses and podcast homilies and more. But it has also brought us into this age of distraction. And since we belong to this age of distraction, it is absolutely crucial that we not overlook our readings today because they contain the key to preserving our spiritual life in the midst of the tsunami of distraction that is our culture, and that key is silence. Let's look at our readings. Our first reading begins with the prophet Elijah on Mount Horeb, and the Lord uh, tells Elijah to come out of the cave and wait for the passing of his presence. Then we see the great phenomena associated with God's manifestation to Moses uh, in days gone by, earlier in the Old Testament. So we see wind and earthquake and fire, but the Lord is not in the wind, the earthquake, and the fire, right? No, this time God's presence is not in these dramatic signs. Uh, rather, his presence is recognized as a quiet whispering sound, or as other translations have it, a still small voice. Elijah finds God, not in some spectacle, but in silence. Then in our gospel, we find the disciples in a boat on the Sea of Galilee at night, and they're in the middle of a storm. They're afraid. Suddenly they see Christ approaching, walking on water, and they're more afraid. They think they're seeing a ghost. Yet Peter boldly, audaciously calls out, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And after our Lord commands him to come, Peter does the impossible. He walks on the water as if on dry land, just as Jesus is doing towards our Lord. But then Peter gets distracted. As he's walking on water, he begins to notice the storm, the strong wind, and the waves. His distraction takes his focus away from Christ and onto the storm, and he becomes frightened. Suddenly, he finds that he's left to his own devices, and he begins to sink. 
Yet Peter comes to his senses, calls out, Lord, save me, and he's preserved from this danger. What is the point of these two readings? In both our first reading in our gospel, we see dramatic, intense storms which serve as a distraction from the presence of God. And what is true in these readings is true in our lives as well. We need to see the storms as an allegory for all that distracts us from the presence of God in our life. And of all the things which can distract us from God's presence, technology is probably today's biggest culprit. Technology has evolved in such a way that we have grown accustomed to a near constant storm of distraction. We can feel as if we constantly need to be stimulated, plugged in, and connected. That can make it hard to enter into the silence necessary for true prayer and contemplation. But it isn't just that technology makes prayer hard. Uh, It can also steal our peace. It can make us agitated and anxious. Worse. I'm going to use a really specific example. Think of the 24-hour news cycle. The 24-hour news cycle is a product of our technology. It came into existence with cable television. In the 1980s, people began to consume their news not simply by reading the morning paper or watching uh, for a half hour in the evening, but instead uh, at any hour of the day on cable TV. And what happened was the way news was reported and consumed, uh, not just consumed, changed. News reporting became faster, a little more sensational, a little more opinionated, a little more like our entertainment. Skip forward to today, more than a generation later, and the internet, social media, and smartphones have been around for a while. And again, they've changed the way we have consumed news, and they change the way news is reported. Uh, No longer do we have to be in front of a TV hooked up to cable, now we simply have to check our Twitter news feed to see the most recent hot takes. And the news is even more faster, even more sensational, even more opinionated, even more entertainment based. Now, some might say, look, relax, there is nothing wrong with the way we consume news. And to be fair, I look, there is value in staying informed of the current events. I'm not saying we should bury our heads in the sand and, and never uh, read or watch the news. But I will say this, a tree is known by its fruit. And if the 24-hour news cycle consistently produces anxiety, agitation, outrage, in our souls, then it's time uh, that we make a change. If the the 24-hour news cycle uh, makes us resemble Peter from our gospel, paying more attention to the worrisome storm than to Christ, who's infinitely more powerful than the storm, then it's time to make a change. Uh, Because nothing can detract from the one thing necessary in life, to know and love God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Whether that's um, our smartphones, whether that's uh, uh, the way we interact with technology, whether that's a 24-hour news cycle, if anything's detracting from that, distracting from that, we need to make a change. And a good first step is to find time each day to unplug. No tablet, no phone, no TV. Not forever, but for a specified amount of time each day. We need to carve out time each day for silence and personal prayer. Now, it will vary person to person. Maybe we start with 10 or 15 minutes if this, is, if this is a shocking concept to you. But we want to build it up to at least 30 minutes. We need 
this set amount of time in our schedule every day. It might work early in the morning for some, over lunch break for others, in the evening for still others. Whenever it works, it doesn't matter when, just it matters that we take time for silence and prayer. Why? Because Elijah shows us that the Lord is not found in the spectacles of earthquakes. It is not found in the 24-hour news cycle. He is not found in the 24-hour news cycle or, or, or on uh, social media. No. The tiny whispering sound, the still small voice of the Lord is heard in the silence. To keep our focus on Christ requires that we take substantial time to pray to him, to listen to him in silence. The noise of our culture can easily distract us from the unchanging and ever-loving God. But in silent prayer and contemplation, we can turn down the noise and the Lord himself can calm our hearts and renew our souls. Let us pray for the grace to unplug from the distractions of our life. Let us pray for the courage to see silence as a gift, as a privileged place of encountering our Lord. Let us pray for the grace to learn to hear the tiny whispering sound, the still small voice of the Lord.